0: Teach me, Lord, to praise you, Lord. Teach me, Lord, to praise
1: you, Praise you, Lord, is a Catholic Christian praise and worship radio ministry. Hi, my name is Jeffrey Zagaria. Please join us as we give praise, honor, and glory to our loving, Awesome and merciful God, He is loving and He is merciful. Welcome to Praise You Lord, episode number eighty. Hope you're having a wonderful weekend. We are super, super excited to have another fantastic guest. That's this is two uh, weeks in a row where, where we've had a lot of a lot of beautiful um, testimony, and I'm so looking forward to speaking to Rudy Paris. Rudy Paris, you may remember him as uh on the voice and uh, that was season three right rudy yes sir yes sir and uh rudy has got a lot of uh experience he's he's a he's a recording artist a great singer and guitar player and most importantly he loves jesus and uh we met uh several years back and then by by i believe uh, a miracle and probably angels guiding us we we bumped completely bumped into each other in nashville again i had lost his business card and i was thinking man i need that brother's card i wanted to i wanted to be in touch with you rudy and and then I, I turned around and there you were i was like rudy you know and that was awesome so rudy welcome to the program
2: well it's great to be here thank you so much for having me
1: oh it's 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 our pleasure and uh rudy um we uh we here I praise you, Lord. For those who uh, who are new, Rudy's new, and he, he's listened to our program. I sent him a, a actually last week's program, and uh, so he's he's familiar now. But uh, we're an underground, independent Christian broadcast, and we're being broadcast over the airwaves in palm beach jupiter juno i've been traveling around listening to the pro program because we do pre-record it and uh and it's coming in clear in a lot of locations up in the palm beaches and that is at 98.3 fm the catholic voice of the palm beaches we're also we also have several portals on the world wide web so people are listening not only locally here in south florida but also throughout the uh, United States and uh, throughout the world. So um, we are underground, we're independent, and if you're listening now, you are uh, not only welcome, but we we encourage you to praise along with us and enjoy the um, camaraderie of, 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 uh, of, of the love of the Lord and the love of man, love of people. And because there is a jesus reminds us that that uh that the great commandment is is to love god with all our heart mind soul and strength and there's another one like it to love our neighbor as ourselves so we can we can share testimony which is the power um that we conquer satan with according to the book of revelation that it's by the blood of the lamb which is jesus and by the word of our testimony so i'm so excited to have rudy paris who's a who's a bona fide star he's a music industry guy I bumped into him at NAM up in Nashville again, uh, a few, I guess it was, was that last year, Rudy? I think that was last year I bumped yes, back into you. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, and uh, so now we're back in touch and finally we can get him in on the program. Super excited about it. And so, Rudy, what's new out there? Uh, you're, you're out in California, right?
2: Yeah, I'm in central California uh, between uh, Bakersfield and Fresno, right in the center of if you look, I live in the middle of the San Joaquin Valley, which is a great um, agricultural, um, you know, mecca here.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: It's we we feed thirty percent of the world here. Wow, it's
1: amazing. I think I think a lot of us are, uh, particularly, particularly the city dwellers, we can really lose sight of how important these farmlands are in our own country. You know and and I know a lot of the music that you're a part of because Rudy's a, a country music star uh, and the, the music that he writes and the music that he's been a part of it's it it, it, uh, it expresses the agricultural lifestyle right among other things
2: yeah it's it's about simple things and you know I'm just a guy that that uh enjoys this type of music and I, I play all types of music you know I do praise and worship and rhythm of blues and different types of music but you know I've come to find that uh, it took me about 35 years to really understand that you know our talents are given to us by the Lord first and foremost to praise Him and it took me a long time to really understand that and uh, understand deeply so you know I think as I grow older and I walk down this uh, journey of music I come to realize more and more every day that i just there's nothing like being in worship i've played in concerts with you know thousands of people and been on big stages but there's nothing like being before the lord and uh, pouring your heart out to him
1: amen you know last night i, I went with the brazilian community and that that's the uh the community of the guys that were were here last last week that was bruno and and octavio um and uh and praising god there were about a hundred people i was the only person i believe that wasn't brazilian and and i was so welcomed and and boy i'll tell you man these people they raise their hands they dance they uh they praise god they call on the holy spirit I mean, every song. Almost, it seemed like every song was calling on the Holy Spirit, and as it as it was happening, and there was great orchestration, beautiful music. I mean, the music was was cool, really great. All in Portuguese, of course. My Portuguese is, is limited, so it's. Uh, I don't catch everything, but you know, when, when you when you don't need a uh, the Holy Spirit is beyond language. And um, uh, as a matter of fact, when I first uh, really got acquainted with the Holy Spirit, I. It was in the hispanic community of all all places up in the boston area up in lowell and uh lawrence massachusetts and um i just i just would hang out with these people i couldn't understand what they were talking about but i felt the holy spirit and i said i want to i want to i want to be in this atmosphere do you know what i mean
2: yeah yes
1: yeah so um so it, I agree. I agree. It's awesome and and so uh so just so people can get an idea of who you are, Rudy. We do play one of Rudy's songs on a, on a regular basis and um uh, that's a song by him. He's a he's a great writer and uh incredible incredible vocalist and guitar player among other things. I know you 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 also play multiple instruments, right, Rudy?
2: Yeah, yeah, I've played. I, I really enjoy um, you know, all instruments. I love to play all instruments. I've been playing banjo recently. Uh, really enjoying that. And, um, you know, I play harmonica and a little piano and drums, bass. Um, you know, I just like to make music. I just really enjoy any kind of instrument. I can always find uh, figure out how to play an instrument.
1: Yeah, amen. Me too. It's a it's a blessing, and you're right. It's it's a gift from God. And I came to the same conclusion. You know, I had a opportunity to sign um really to be we were on track to being the biggest band in the boston area that was back when i was pretty young and and um and we had a lot of backing you know we were just really liked by the right people right out of the box meaning the people with the with the connections to all the clubs and once once you become the biggest band in boston back in the uh 80 late 80s and 90s that meant you went national that was almost a guarantee and um and so i I walked away from that it was a crazy lifestyle and the lord saved me out of it i almost almost uh, didn't make it out of there alive but uh i did make it out alive by the grace of god and 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 um and i i gave my life to the lord back then i was i was 22 years old and uh man it was the best thing ever i ever did best thing i ever did but uh but I came to the same conclusion that I heard you say. It's like you know, I, I got to give this. I got to give this gift back. You know, he gave me the gift. Now I got to give it back and, and to share it with the people. You know, that's that's how I feel about it. And I think that's what I heard you articulating earlier. Does that yeah, make sense true. to you or?
2: It's all about God. It comes all down to it. You know, this life that we live is is really. Uh, Everything just kind of is going to turn to dust. And, you know, all we have is our soul, our spirit. Mm-hmm. And, you know, uh, Paul says in the Bible that uh, we are to die to our flesh every day. Amen. You know, and mm-hmm. if we can die to our flesh and not live in the flesh and live in the spirit, that's, that's where, I mean, a, a wise man would do so because, again, the body's going to die and these things that are on this earth are just going to turn to dust. But that spirit our spirit will go on to live with the lord amen for eternity so you know um that's where we should be we should be in that mindset you know and that's where i'm trying to be that's the, the life i'm trying to lead i'm trying to be the christian that is an example to people not just a christian that talks the talk mm-hmm. but that walks the walk
1: amen amen me too me too and it's a challenge and uh I, I remember when when I came to I remember when the Lord had asked me to speak in his name and now I'm doing it on a regular basis on the radio, but but I've been um I've been uh giving teachings and, and uh um testimony now verbally since oh gosh about for almost eighteen years now. And I remember wow. when, Yeah, I, I know, right? <laughs> the time goes fast i i uh i um rudy i i was uh when 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 he asked me to do it i was like lord i i I cannot do this i i'm 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 too sinful i'm not the right guy for for this you know um i didn't and the last thing i wanted to do was was speak in the name of the lord because i was like i the last thing in the world i want to want to be is a hypocrite you know and um, i don't want to embarrass the lord You know, this is something I had to overcome. And what I realized is that, you know, uh, I have to trust God that if the Lord is asking me to do this, that um, that he's going to provide and that it's not by power. It's not by might, but by his spirit and that his Holy Spirit and his grace can carry me through and and keep me, you know, uh, away from from the dangers and the uh, of sin. Of course, the temptations are always there. Always they're always lurking in the background but with that knowledge and clinging on to the Lord and clinging on to the Holy Spirit clinging on to Jesus you know um has, has gotten me to this point and uh and I just ask him to carry me all the way to the very end you know that's 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 where I'm at there and um it's it's awesome it's awesome you can, we can't do it it's impossible none of these you know uh the, the living living it is uh is is such a, gr- a great challenge and um but rudy I, I before we get deeper you have a very I, i'd like you to go, i mean you have a very impressive resume i think people uh, should really know who who you are and what what you've done and then maybe we can talk about um uh we you know about where you came from as as a christian you know as a child or you know however it started and um and and what brought you to where you are today so to start off like uh who i know you worked with a lot of different artists and uh and have been signed to record labels etc could you kind of give us a a synopsis of that
2: well you know it's you know i started playing of course when i was a kid i was always interested in music and uh i remember wanting to play the guitar in kindergarten and i remember feeling that i had the ability to do so um I remember picking up the guitar, you know, in third, fourth grade, fifth grade, I believe it was. I can't remember, but I remember my fingers felt like I could play. I was like, I told my cousin, I feel like I could play this thing. And he was like, well, go for it, man. But, you know, we we come from a poor, um, you know, not dirt poor family, but from a family who didn't have extra money to buy a guitar. And so I never really got an instrument Mm -hmm. until about 76, I started playing the violin. And uh, that was a really special time for me because it was a time where I had an actual instrument in my hand and I was actually spending time in school to study this instrument. And I had a teacher and I was beginning to learn to read music and and I excelled very, very quickly. Um, I was getting certificates of excellence back then, you know, and uh, I knew the music was in me. But prior to that, when I was in kindergarten and first grade, I went to a uh, a class called MGM, Mentally Gifted Minors, and they knew something was up with me, they didn't know what it was. But they knew that I was different, and they, they were trying to find out what that was, and a guy came in with the instrumentation, then he had tambourines and wood blocks and all these little things, and he seemed to really above and beyond what he told me to play and started improvising a lot during those music sessions. And So, you know, music was always really strong in me. And, you know, the other thing that was real strong in me that I've always carried along this journey is my love for God. Um, When I was a kid, I went to catechism. I went to, uh, you know, get my confirmation. I used to go to uh, Catholic school um, after my regular schooling to study for my catechism and to get confirmation and all that and I just remember uh, my grandmother was a very very she was what you call a Guadalupe which was uh, um you know our lady of Guadalupe she was a, a lady who was part of the church who raised money and was a uh, she would pray she like a prayer warrior and I remember i to see her praying in her bedroom for hours mm. and she was an elderly lady and she'd be on her knees and I'd come in and like oh grandma's praying I and I'd go back uh what seemed like another hour or two later, she was still praying. And I thought, man, this God that my grandmother loves to you, must be something because, you know, how does grandma stay down there that long? She can hardly get around. And, and I just really, that right there, my grandmother's faith, really, uh, her example as a Christian was really powerful in my life. So I always had this affinity like for, to find out who God was. I said, you know, I used to tell him I'd look up in the stars at night when I was a kid, and I'd say, "I don't know, Lord, who you are. Father God, but I love you. I know that." And so you know God's always been with me, and I've always felt Him uh, in my presence, even as a little kid. And even when I lived in sin and when I was in the world, you know I grew up and started playing in bars and stuff right out of high school. Like I was telling you, Jeff, I had an opportunity to go to the Berklee School of Music and mm-hmm. I didn't do it. You know, I, I started playing in bars and the honky tonks and I started getting into, you know, things that aren't good for a person like, you know, drugs and alcohol and all those things. And mm-hmm. uh, during that time, you know, I started to excel in my music and I started, you know, getting huge crowds of people would come five nights a week to see me sing. and and I became like a sort of a celebrity in my area and uh, then I began to get offers to open up concerts for people uh, you know this was like uh, when I was really doing well uh, at the beginning of my career it was like people out like Clint Black and and Alan Jackson and Garth Brooks and you know those kind of bands from the, from the early 90s of that great what I believe was really great country music And a lot of those people would come through central california and i'd get to open up for people like that and that began to really take off but you know in the the meanwhile i was drinking a lot you know i got married for my first time and only time um then you know then and i had a daughter and i was like 25 years old and i was still drinking and smoking and doing all the things that were bad for me Mm -hmm. and but you know that god was always In those years, for as long as I can remember, because I got saved when I was 12 or 13. We went to some Christian rock concert with a band called The Revelation Band. And I had had a friend of mine. We would sit around and we'd smoke marijuana. And he would... begin. His father was a preacher on the radio. He was a Mexican preacher. He'd speak in Spanish, and he'd preach around here for years on AM radio. And this guy would get us all high, and then he would start preaching to us. Hmm. And... It was very it's almost like he'd laugh about it and he'd get us all paranoid because hey you know the gospel is a gospel you know like i tell my friends even today i was had a friend over here right now i said listen the word of god does not come back void mm-hmm. it comes out and it goes out it's going to do something so you know i'd get in conviction and so you know i heard that story a few times from him about that and i'd always get in conviction and i'd start freaking out and you know he'd tell me about the book of revelations and, and all these things and and so, you know, that opportunity came to get saved. I heard the same, I said, hey, my friend just told me that same story. And so I got saved. I walked up, I gave my life to Jesus. Then I didn't have anybody to mentor me. So it kind of just kind of faded away. And, but it always stayed with me, you know, mm-hmm. so like, you know, back to playing in the clubs and all that, you know, I'd be doing wrong and everything. And I knew I was doing wrong. And God had been calling me and he called me and called me and called me. And called me. For 35 years, God was calling me since I got saved when I was a teenager, mm-hmm. 12 years old. And there was many times that God did very, very powerful things in my life that anybody would know. That is the movement of God. That is God trying to get a hold of you. And it wasn't until, oh man, I'd say eight, nine years ago, probably nine years ago, um, you know, and during during that time, and I fast-forwarded quite a bit from where I left off. Sure. You know, starting to play in the clubs and taking off. You know, between that time, uh, you know, I had played guitar for Hank Williams III. We did, did a little jaunt with him across the the, the nation here. And, and then uh, I spent 15 years with Buck Owens at the Crystal Palace in Bakersfield, California. And that was, you know, Buck Owens is a legend. Mm-hmm. You know, he's in a country music. Names 35 number one hit of songs was on Hee Haw. He created him and Merle Haggard and, and a bunch of other people like red Simpson and Billy Maze created a sound called the Bakersfield Sound that really influenced the Beatles. Buck was telling me stories that every time the Beatles would put out a record, they would send Buck Owens an acetate, and uh, that's a record that only plays a few times, and so they would say. Buck, we want you to listen to this record and tell us what you think about it. And, of course, Buck said, and I had no, I had no, uh, you know, critique. But other than that it was great. So, you know, to, uh, to be part of, of, of that thing, that that was really cool to be part of that. And, you know, 15 years there, I met Brad Paisley, got to play with him and played with Keith Urban and uh, Tracy Bird, Leroy Parnell. You know, all these people would come there uh, and, and ask to sit in. Kenny Chesney I remember one night came in and said hey can we play uh can I play the next set and I was like yeah so you know I got to be around that and that was really big because even you know people in the country music industry still to this day it's an honor for them to play there it's like playing at Disneyland you know what I mean mm. it's a big deal you know so I spent time there and then uh you know um I got on The Voice you know an opportunity came for me to be on the voice television show and and that was a really great opportunity because you know I found myself on national tv yeah, you know take,
1: that was take us back there take us back I, I watched uh some of the some of your clips and uh particularly the one that when Blake uh, Shelton chooses you I think uh CeeLo also chooses you that was what was the tune that you did oh every breath you take right was that the one so take take yeah. us back to that moment. People can go on YouTube, you know, when, when after the interview, you know, or even during the interview, and check that out. Um, that'll come right up, right? Uh,
2: yeah, you can go to uh, go to YouTube, and you can go to type in Rudy Paris, California Country, and there's a big, uh, real concerning me on the Voice, my new album, me recording at Capitol Records. The whole nine yards is on there, and it's got pieces from the from Oh, very the good. Yeah, but, yeah, even
1: better. So, so that's your website. Let's, let's get that back out there again. What, what is your web, website again?
2: Well, it's not my website. Oh, it it's isn't. on YouTube. Oh, it's on you YouTube. Is it a YouTube
1: Rudy channel? Harris. YouTube channel? No.
2: It's just any. Go to the YouTube search bar. Okay. And just type in Rudy Harris, California country. Okay. And you'll see this video that says California country. Just click it, and it's a big extensive video with a bunch of things that, that I've done in my career. Oh, and I understand. I, okay, gotcha. You'll see, and what I'm saying is you'll see really cool clips from The Voice on there. So what happened was I was kind of, uh, you know, I had a friend of mine, uh, his name is Buddy Blaze. He's in the industry. He's a guitar builder. He's legendary. He built guitars for Pantera, White Snake, a whole bunch of people. Mm-hmm. Um, he he convinced me to go and try to audition. He's like, you really got to do this, man. I really feel like you can do something there. So I went and I registered online. I was going to go to what they call the cattle call with all the thousands of people <laughs> in Los Angeles. <laughs> yeah. Well, right. a, yeah. A guy called me, um, prior to that a few months and he said, Hey, I really like your talent, man. I don't know what I can do with you, but if something comes up, I'll call you. Well, he called me a few weeks after I had registered for the cattle call and he said, Hey man, uh, have you heard of the voice? I said, yeah, you know, I just signed up for it. He says, well, we're going to cancel that because I got you a VIP, um, Audition, and I said, "Well, what's that?" And he said, "Well, you're gonna go straight into the c- casting, the casting directors. Mm-hmm. They're gonna go." I went the first time, didn't make it. Didn't want to even do it. Matter of fact, it took every you know it took me a long time uh, to get convinced to do it. Mm-hmm. So I went the first time. I yeah, see you guys. I'm just wasted my time. I don't want to do this. <laughs> I've okay. never been much on a contest. I'm you know I'm not the kind of guy that's uh, you know if if you're doing art and you're trying, then to me you won. I mean that's great. Hey man, I, I don't. Hey
1: man, I, it's hard to judge uh, judge art. Yeah, yeah. It's not quantifiable. <laughs> it's 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 a, an opinion always, right?
2: Yeah, it's, and to me, it's kind of horrible. I'm like, eh, whatever. So I know, I'm with anyways, you, man.
1: So, I'm, I'm I'm I I gotcha. I I I, yeah. I I feel the same way.
2: Yeah. So I went the second time, and you know, of course, I knew what to expect, what they were looking for, what they liked, what they didn't like, all mm-hmm. these things. Sure. So, mm-hmm. I went and. I went through you know and a lot of people don't understand the whole process of the voice they think you go through uh, you get the audition you go the next week they give you a song you get up on stage and sing and you go home well there's a huge process matter of fact the uh the whole process from the uh, beginning where i made it through my first audition all the way to the last show which was the finale that was a six months out of my life mm. so you know mm-hmm. what happens in- quickly i'll tell you is you go there You do the audition, you get in, and then they bring you to a a hotel in Burbank and you're with 300 other people. And if you make it, they'll call you back with the next time you'll be with 75. And if you make it again, they call you back and they say, all right, you made it to the show with 46. But that doesn't mean you're going to be on the show because the teams get full. There's only X amount of people per team. And if the teams get full before it's your audition time, then you're not going to make it on the show. Usually, they bring them back the next season, the people that went through the process, because it's a three-month process.
1: Wow. Okay. So mm-hmm.
2: Get ready for the show. And there's a lot that goes on. You work eight to ten hours a day, those different several weeks you're there. And then mm-hmm. you come back when you prepare for the show. Yep. So, you know, I got on the show. I did well. Um, I, I made my, my audition, and then I made my um, what they call battle round. I won that. And then the knockout rounds are what determines the top 20. I lost that to my best friend on the show, my roommate but they called me back a couple times after that. So I was on like three more episodes. I believe there are three separate. I know the, there was a Christmas thing we did with Blake, we sang right Christmas. I came back again for that. And then they had a thing for Sandy Hook and we came back and sang for that. And then they called me back for the finale, the, the last show. So I got to come back and and appear on the finale. They knew I was into the rock group Kiss when I was a kid and I really, you know, loved that mm-hmm. uh, really brought me back to my childhood and all that so we did rock and roll all night and they had all fire bombs and the smoke and i got to i think i was the first one to play electric guitar on that show
1: huh that's and, interesting uh,
2: so <laughs> that was cool matter of fact though, my friend michaela uh, michaela page her and her father frank my friends they're from florida there oh no and kidding I believe live in your area yeah if they're ah, out there awesome yeah frank's a good catholic he, he goes to church and uh, i remember matter of fact we went to church together isn't that something? Voice.
1: Isn't that something? Yeah, I, I we, I've, um, of course, I'm a vocal, you know, teacher, and 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 we do this, uh, this show right out of right out of my my studio, my business studio and uh, recording yeah. studio, as you know, and uh, some maybe people who are listening for the first time don't realize that, and I've I've been involved in preparing, um, uh, two different people that have gotten you know on on the voice. Uh, and and several others that went that went through the cattle call, you know. I so so I get a lot of the stories, but that, that's a very interesting story. Um, getting that background, I think a lot of people will be really interested in hearing hearing this. You know that, that this segment about your experience there. And uh, as a matter of fact, it was the voice. I I, I you said so many beautiful things, Rudy. I I, I I see if I can comment on a few of them um, briefly. One is you called your grandmother uh, something to do with Our Lady of Guadalupe. Could you repeat that? What is that? Guadalupana? Something like that?
2: Yeah, that's it. Guadalupana, yeah.
1: Well, let me let me say this. See, Rudy and I met because God put us together. I believe that. I believe that the moment I met this man. And we met due to The Voice. And the reason is because at the time I, I was working, I was hired to work with Diego Val, who is also a finalist uh, on The Voice. And he's uh, from the Miami area. And I was called uh, called in um, by at that time his manager Andres uh, Del Mastro, and I worked with uh, with Diego for a short span there. And he after he got off of the Voice, um, George Pajon of of the Black Eyed Peas, the Black Eyed Peas had broken up. So there, so these two guys, Diego Val from the Voice, and George uh, started a rock band, a Latin rock band. And I was uh, kind of assigned to help Diego because Diego had some serious issues at the time with his, with his, uh, with his voice. Beautiful s- sounding voice, but he had some physical issues and, and I was hired to you know, kind of help him through, through a few things. And, and uh, so bottom line was that Diego Val had a, had a television gig. Um, I think it was a local Miami gig. I don't remember what it was all about. There may have been a few TV stations there. I'm not, I don't remember. But they said, hey, man, you know, we're going to be meeting George Pahone of the Black Eyed Peas. And Andre said, you come on down, you know, we'll hang out. And so we went to this, uh, I forgot what hotel it was, beautiful hotel down in Miami. And, um, and there, were other pe- there were two other contestants on The Voice uh, that were part of this program, and one was you. And I don't know, I dude, I don't, remember, I don't remember how we started talking, but as soon as uh, we we began speaking, man, it was like I forgot about all that stuff. I was like, I, I was hitting heart to heart with with uh, with you, and we we talked about the Lord and what the Lord is doing and this and that. And I remember we're talking about this in the whole program. All of the I remember looking, and all of these people were looking at us like, when are these guys going to stop talking? Because they were they were. I don't know if you noticed this. Um, but the people that were part of that program and George Pahone and so on, they were kind of in the vicinity when we we're speaking about it. I think we were even maybe perhaps up on the stage or on the side of the stage and, uh, and they were kind of waiting for us. I think it was for a photo op as a matter of fact, there was some type of photo thing that, that they were in, but they didn't want to interrupt because our, our conversation, I think they recognized was like so deep. Do, do you remember that, that, that moment? I remember it so, so very well.
2: Well, you know, I have a lot of those conversations with people. I I feel called by the Lord to do so. And God, you know, the word of God says that God will equip you in those situations Mm -hmm. and give you the right words and and what to say. And, you know, what you said at the beginning of the show is very, 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 very important for me. That's to have a relationship with the Holy Ghost. Yes. Because Jesus Christ said that he would send us a helper. Amen. And I really, truly believe that. You know it's very important as, as believers that we have, you know, we 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 say Father Son Holy Ghost, but there's a lot of people who do not have a relationship and or speak with or communicate directly with the Holy Ghost, and that's our power.
1: Amen. That's right. That's exactly right. And uh, and that was what was happening. The power of the Holy Spirit was 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 moving through both of us. We recognize it within each other. I I believe. And. Um, Amen. Yeah, and, and also, but here's the thing here's the connecting uh, things that I didn't know. Now, as, as we're, we've had several conversations, of course, over time, Rudy, but uh, uh, right now, as we're having this conversation on, on, uh, on the radio program, and I'm hearing about your grandma, what you don't know, and I didn't know that she was a Guadalupana, and uh, I guess I'm kind of like, you know, uh, let me say that this way it was, it was um, Our Lady of Guadalupe that brought me to Jesus because I was searching for God. I knew God, the father, I cried out to him and he heard my cry and he answered my cry. And I knew I I was going to be helped and I was going to be okay. If I just followed him, I cried out to the father. And because of some of the things that happened to me growing up Catholic and, and that I had witnessed, I, the last thing in the world at that time, way back was, was me considering going to catholic church ever again or anything to do with christianity for that matter but i knew that there was i i knew in my time of need to cry out to the father i knew it i knew it deep within me every fiber of my being cried out to the lord and i cried out to him and then and then he sent me our lady of guadalupe and i don't feel um like getting into any details but I, you can just take it at face value and i was like that's jesus mom and i i started to research i i you know I was like, who is this? I know what, I I know what, I've seen this before. So I began to investigate, you know, and she came as Our Lady of the Americas and appeared in Mexico. I'm sure you're aware of that. And so I did a uh, retreat, uh, excuse me, I did a pilgrimage by myself. I went to um, the Basilica in Mexico, and I've been there many times now. And she, um, I began to... um, I was very troubled. I had terrible anxiety. I was at a point where you know I really didn't want to live anymore. And and God, you know, saved me by sending her to me. And, and it was I was afraid of Jesus at the time. It doesn't maybe make sense, but at that time I, I felt so guilty and shameful for my behavior that um, I felt like so afraid of Jesus. And um, and I guess I, the Lord knew I needed that mother, motherly touch. And love I wasn't afraid of Mary at all and uh, and she kept this sounds very um, very kind of like it's 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 hard to explain but the best most simplest way I can explain is she brought me to Jesus and I have had this very beautiful amazing and and unbelievable relationship with Jesus I love Jesus so much and I'm not afraid of him anymore I, I am he is intense <laughs> you know he is he's he's he's, he's 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 intense Uh, it's you know when when i when i feel the presence of jesus or have had visions of jesus or it's been so intense but um but at any rate going back to your grandma i i have a very strong devotion to our lady of guadalupe and um so that's very interesting and then secondly uh you know the connection that we were making at that time was I recognize you you have a native american look and i have native american blood as well through my Ar- arcadian heritage up in um, up in nova scotia up in acadia a lot of people don't know the history of that but it, but the bottom line is that uh that um uh i have that heritage and i have a have had a very strong heart for the native um traditions north american in particular and as a matter of fact when i was searching for god i see when i left the catholic church i went to where my dna went i i I went to i went i went in searching through the natives because it's what i felt because i really always felt so Close to nature and to the woods and the streams and the beautiful sunrises and sunsets, I think most people can relate to that no matter what what their bloodline is but but um, uh, I was searching for God in the native religion at the time. I searched in every direction, and then um, through that, and of course, Our Lady of the americas uh, she she came as a uh, and spoke in, in native the native tongue of the uh the, the Indians of that of that uh, of Mexico. It's a long story but the bottom line is man is that like you know god is doing there's so much uh deep stuff going on we don't even necessarily know um and i I know you have a heart for the native i i remember speaking to you about that and i have a deep heart deep heart for 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 the native and 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 um if i may be bold to say our, our peoples um and of course when we're christian we're all one people so our pe- our people's uh, uh, plight and 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 uh, and what what our people are dealing with with suffering and uh, historical suffering and current suffering, you know. So that was kind of a long, long rant. And but
2: there's there's a reason for that. And uh, as you know, as the Bible says, God's ways in ours ways. His thoughts are in our our thoughts. Amen. And, He's going to lift those people up, though, because those people are people who are unspoiled by the world. They're a simple people. There are people who are more connected and appreciate the things like uh, the sky and the water and the plants and the trees and the things that a lot of us tend to take uh, for granted on a day-to-day basis because they're just there. Mm-hmm. And I, I really believe these people have a special anointing, and I believe that in these last days, these people are going to rise up, and they're going to be the uh, praisers. Yeah, you know, like does God send out the praisers first uh going to, into war? Yes. I think these people are going to be very special in the uh, in the uh, end time revival. I believe that as
1: well. yes, i I, 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 I feel uh, completely I, I completely come in agreement with that. I believe that as well. Yep, mm hmm exactly. yep, that's awesome, man. That's so awesome. So well, you know we've been speaking and speaking. I need to explain who we are we're we're uh, you're if you're listening you're listening to the uh, for the first time this is praise you Lord We're the underground independent Christian broadcast brought to you over the airwaves in Palm Beach in the Palm beaches on ninety eight point three FM the Catholic voice of the Palm Beaches you're going to be able to hear us on the airwaves uh, to at least in my truck as I drive around the beaches. Um, or out into the Everglades, Uh, out in Palm Beach, uh, West Palm Beach, in the northern area, Juno, Jupiter, and uh, depends on what day it is. uh, You know, um, the signal can go a little further, perhaps. But as well, we have a lot of listeners that listen through the online portals. You can go to WPBVWPBVRadio.com. That's WPBVRadio.com. Our program is playing every Saturday evening from 6 to 7 p.m., Sundays from noon to 1, and on Sundays from 6 p.m. to 7 p.m. as well. Those are all uh, repeats of the broadcast. So if you're listening, thank you so much for listening. Thank you for becoming part of our community, and that's what this is all about. It's about loving God and loving loving each other, sharing stories, and sharing music. And I'd like to cue up a tune by Rudy Paris so you can... Get to hear this beautiful, beautiful music that he uh, that he writes and he plays and he sings, and Rudy, I love your voice, man. I just I think your voice is just awesome. Praise God. Amen that's to that. So awesome. we're 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 putting up um, "Angels Can Fly." Do you want to uh, cue you know t- tell people what this is all about before I play it?
2: Yeah, I wrote this song uh, several years ago, and I got to put it on my album. Um, that's a recent album. And I wrote the song about um, how I was living in such turmoil and and I had no direction. And, and, you know, God has a way of bringing things into our life that help us with those things. And I was particularly blessed with uh, my daughter, you know, when she was born. And I wrote the song about her, you know down from the heavens and right through the sky you're proof that the angels can fly and uh you know that really kind of was the beginning of my awakening into what god had for me as i was living in 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 the uh in the uh, lie that i was living in and then the you know, life that i was leading you know so the song talks about that experience i had with becoming a father uh yeah father you know mm-hmm. it was very
1: amen Awesome. You know, uh, Rudy, uh, I was on my way here. I like to do pr- what I call prayer prayer drives. As a matter of fact, I was on a prayer drive on Sunday, and I heard the Holy Spirit prompt me um, to call Rudy Paris, and I hadn't spoken to you, Rudy, in a long time. And yeah. I called him, and uh, he answered the phone. You know, I'm calling him for the first time in a long time. We spoke for we spoke for a nice long time, and, and we shared oh, a lot. Yeah. Of, was it that long? Wow, awesome. Yeah. Such a blessed, uh, awesome discussion, and and invited uh, Rudy on the program. That's why we're we have the the the, the blessing and the pleasure of having Rudy here. And uh, I took a prayer drive this morning, just before I came in. We're actually broadcasting this. Uh, let's see, Eastern Standard Time is approaching seven in the morning, but I started about four this morning. And Rudy, that would have been well. We we were on the phone at five thirty here. That's three hours back there. It's two thirty a.m. Your time, right? When we yeah. when we started. So, um, but at any rate, I, I was on the beach drinking a coffee, uh, doing my prayer drive this morning before I came into the studio. And isn't she lovely? Came up on the XM radio, which is by Stevie Wonder. I'm sure you're familiar with that one. And yeah, a great tune, man, and, and that—that's about his his daughter as well. And I was listening to him, going, "Man, this is uh, this is a beautiful tune." So that's really interesting. I was kind of, and Father's Day is coming up, right? Yes, sir. As a matter of fact, this is Father's Day if you're listening on Sunday. So happy Father's Day! We pray a special blessing on all the fathers, and uh, we just uh, would you all come together, those who are listening, to pray for all the dads of the land of our country, and of our our, our nation, as well as, as as our world, and ask the Lord to send more of the Holy Spirit to, to open the hearts of the fathers to their children and to their wives and to their neighbors, that they would be uh, built up in the strength of the Lord. We just pray for our Amen. fathers right now in Jesus' holy name. This is a song called Angels Can Fly. By Rudy Paris, who's in the uh, well, he's not in the studio. He's calling in from from California, and uh, and this is Rudy Paris's song "Angels Can Fly" about his daughter and how he got closer to the Lord and uh, through this through fatherhood. Is that did I say that right? Yes, sir. Amen. Here it comes.
0: I feel quite like I do. See, you so beautiful, and I'm a part of you. But day after day, I pray and I say, Thank you, God, for her. In my life, every day, all through my lifetime, I've waited. And you came at the right time When I needed your blessings Down from the heavens And right through the sky You proved that the angels can fly I still remember The day I met you
2: I cried and I
0: cried Cause my dream had come true Now the years have gone by So proud of all you've done In a world full of darkness You're always the one And all through my lifetime When I needed your blessings, down from the heavens and right through the sky, your proof that the angels can fly.
1: Proves that the angels can fly. And that's a true story by Rudy Paris, who is here on our program, Praise You Lord, episode number eighty. Rudy. Yeah. Man, I'm telling you, I can't wait for your gospel album, brother.
2: Me too. I'm, it's been uh it's been tugging at my heart and people have been, been asking for it for a while. Man. Um, I go and minister to a lot of churches and people are like do you have a gospel record? I'm like, no, but I'm God's brewing one up in me.
1: I'll tell you, you, you your voice has uh, got that anointing in it. I hear it in that song, and um, I love that song, and I love the way you sing that song, brother.
2: Praise God. Yeah, you know, I really feel, uh, you know, God is, uh, you know, I got some prophets and prophetesses over me, and uh, they keep telling me that, God is going to uh, pour these uh, prophetic songs out of the Matter of fact, uh, I just saw the movie Paul the Apostle last night. Mm. And uh, or night before last. And as soon as I saw it, I just started writing and I wrote this, this what was like a poem, but I think it might be a song. I'm going to re- re- recite it here. So this well, is a great reading. Holy Spirit, and it's called Today in Heaven. Amen. And it's, it's Today in Heaven, I met that little girl we all prayed for on Facebook and all around the world. She is now so happy, and some of you don't know that she's walking now with Jesus, and there's lots she wants to know. Today in Heaven, God showed me all the stars. I never thought I'd see Jupiter and Mars. He showed me how the sun works and how He made the light. And how it makes the darkness shine so big and bright. Yes, and today in heaven I heard the angels sing. They worship day and night. They give God everything. We all just look and wonder at what he made for us. The streets of gold are gleaming. And they're waiting there for us.
1: Hmm. Amen.
2: So, you know, those kind of words are starting to come to me. And they're starting to... uh, you know, I do have... I probably do have an album's worth... I probably have maybe 20 Christian songs up it, so... It's something uh, that I believe God's going to open up the door for me to uh, do very soon.
1: Well, I'm, I'm really looking forward to it, and uh, um, I just... I can't wait, man. I can't wait to hear your gospel album. I mean, you, you, got, uh, you got the gifts, and you got the, the heart, and you got the Holy Spirit... So basically, I mean, you have everything, man. You got it all. You got everything you need.
2: Yeah, and and, and you know, I again, as I said earlier, I'm, it's very important for me to to walk in uh, um, just humility and just to be true to, to my uh, journey with the Lord. I really want to be true to Him, and that's what's important for me. Amen. And uh, I try to live day i try to you know so if if anything you know if god puts me in high profile situations i just want to be a a man after god's own heart you know i want to be exactly you know i want to try to be more and more like jesus every day although i'll never will be and we know that Mm -hmm. you know i really sure want to try and i see god i pray every night for him to renew my mind my eyes my tongue my everything about me. I asked him, you know, to give me his thoughts and his ways. And uh, that I would be, you know, die to my flesh more and more every day and walk in the spirit. And, you know, and I find, you know, the struggles I had as a fleshly human being dissipating in my life more and more every day. And I find myself praying more and more and, and uh, God's very much directed me into the gifts of the spirit. Mm -hmm. And i self uh, reveling in those gifts and i find uh revelation and uh you know the the holy ghost has really been very powerful and that was you know when you called me and said you were on a drive your, your prayer drive in the morning and it was no you know i didn't i just saw that as yeah it's just another move of the lord that Amen. i've been feeling you know ever since i did this revival two weeks ago Um, we did a revival here in central California at a football field in a little town called Porterville, California, which was prophesied that there would be an outbreak of revival in this town. Um, ever since I did that revival, I felt something that was activated in me and I Mm -hmm. have this excitement. Mm. I have this excitement that I just feel, uh, this, this, it's brewing up inside of me. I don't know. Uh, God's getting ready to do something very, very, very big. And, uh, in my ministry you know and that's the other thing is like god has confirmed to me you know a lot of people go to school and they get ordained and they do all these things to become ministers and whatnot and that's great you know i understand you know god is god of order but at the same time god also did these things when jesus was here and there were no schools he was the school that's right and the holy spirit was was the educator that's right and you know, I really feel that that's what the Lord is doing in my life. He is showing me and revealing things to me through the Holy Ghost and guiding me um, in these days, um, especially in these past few weeks. It's been really incredible. The uh, prophetic words I've been getting, people have been calling me, and giving me prophetic words. And, and uh, you know, that's just something that's really exciting. And, you know, the prophetic is to, um, you know, lift up. The church is to to give you confirmation. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's yep. it's a very powerful tool that the Lord uses to keep us moving forward.
1: Amen. Amen. Yeah. Well, that's exciting to hear about a revival in in Central California. Um, I wasn't aware of that, and the mainstream media is very uh, good at ignoring a lot of worthy news (laughs) and uh so it's it's hard sometimes to hear some of the positive things or the things the, the way the lord is moving i mean brother i've i've been a witness to many miracles and uh healings and deliverance and you know i i you know it's like all bad news man see the front pages of all these different papers if people are reading papers anymore even but uh but you know it's like always oh, this bad news negative reports and stuff like that but but you know our lord is 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 uh, alive and he uh, his hand is not too short to save not too short to heal he's healing all the time i felt a healing last night you know i go from healing to healing i've been healed and i continue to get healed i it's it's awesome you know when i'm st- when i'm standing in the presence of 100 a, a brazilians and one 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 american i guess you can call me I guess we're all Americans, but, but uh but people from Brazil and me and we're praising and, and, and inviting the Holy Spirit and I, I'm going I, what's happening is I feel my my spirit, my, my soul, my heart, my bones, my my sin sinews, my my my, my, my arteries, my, my DNA. I feel it renewing. I feel the the light of Christ coming inside of me and, and giving me giving me new life again and it's awesome by the power of the holy spirit it's just um it's awesome that happened just last night and uh and sometimes i i i, I wake up in the middle of the night and a pastor a bishop who comes here who's um who's a uh, i don't even know what denomination he is i don't and I, I could care less all i know is the man's full of the holy ghost in the bible and he said jeffrey he said you keep waking up he said pray in tongues and your breakthrough is going to happen so I wake Amen. up. Yeah, I wake up at like two in the morning, brother, three, almost every day, and I pray in tongues. Sometimes it's an hour or whatever. And man, I just go from grace to grace, bro, just like the Bible says. I feel it. I feel it. And why? Because God, like, you know, He 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 um He is He is He loves us, first of all. He loves us. He wants us to be blessed. And He gives us these gifts, the Holy Spirit. The gift of tongues to help us to to to, to be built up the, the the gift of prophecy to build up the church and build each other up and uh and to support each other and you know because he he came to, to bring life and life in abundance and uh and he's a he's a multiplier he's a he's a he's, he's he wants to multiply our blessings and it's awesome man it's awesome so it's it's great to hear you speak about that stuff, man, and, and to hear about a revival. So there was a revival. Where was the revival uh, again? Where was it?
2: Uh, we had a revival in Porterville, California. It was called the Outpour, and uh, it was beautiful. God, the Holy Spirit really, you know. And and that's the thing is is you know, for as far as what God assigned me to do, I went out on there, on the stage. Uh, we were the last. Um, musical praise band of the evening. So as we went out there, um, we just began to kind of prophetically play our instruments, not together in a song, but, you know, creating very heavenly sounds from our instruments. You know, volume mm. swell, delays and just beautiful harmonic uh things that were like coming together in the Holy Spirit. Mm. They were sounding just really gorgeous. And then I began to uh just to to pray in tongues hmm. and I just I, I couldn't help myself the Holy Ghost just took over and you know uh the Holy Ghost fell on the place and people began to worship there's people standing on tables people kneeling on their you know on their face before the Lord and we just began to get into praise and worship and, and like I said something inside me uh really activated very powerfully and uh, I met some great people in the Lord there um Le Briggs she was the one that put the outpour on, and uh, she's been really speaking over me and encouraging me and giving me words from the Lord. And you know, there's something I wanted to say when you spoke about you being fearful of Jesus um, when you were younger and trying to seek Him out. You know, I really felt led to—I feel led to talk to. There's people out there that are listening now that feel the same way, mm-hmm. and they feel like that they can't come before the Lord because of the things that they're doing they believe to be wrong in their heart but you know i just want you guys to understand and know that jesus is here for you as you are yes there's no preparation that needs to be done before coming before him he is there he, he has his hand out and all he's doing is he's waiting for you to reach out and grab his hand and he will pull you up amen you know it's it's, it's, it's a relationship. You know, God is not going to force his way into your life. Amen. He will not do that. You cannot force somebody to love you. That's God right. God wants you to come to him because you have decided to make that decision.
1: Amen. Rudy, that was awesome. Listen, you can't hear it on your end, but the bumper music just is playing, which means we got to wrap it up. But that's exactly okay. true. And great words to end, that sh- end our show, man. Jesus loves you. God loves you, and uh, and as Rudy says, just reach out, reach out to the Lord, and He's there for you. Rudy, thanks for coming in or, you know, calling in today, man. God bless you.
2: God bless you all too. Thank you.
1: Thanks, Rudy. Well, you've been listening to Praise You, Lord, the underground independent Christian broadcast. God bless you and your families, and most of all, praise You, Lord.